Hi, my name is Justin. I'm the developer of Per Rocket, an iOS space game with cats. And I listen to the One-Off Gaming Podcast. You can find a link to download my game at facebook.com slash purrocket. Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast. Gaming is behind me. Let me get in beast mode. If you wanna try me, you don't need a cheap code. Conte is who I be to you. It's Mr. Hero, legendary adversary. Flows considered lethal. I'm a super saiyan. I got dragon balls. I wouldn't lie. You might think I'm playing when I'm saying I can really fly. When I'm on the track, you feel the energy I'm pushing. I put me on the map. One up gaming's who I'm talking about. I'm the rapping master chief. Epic to say the least. Contain the hero better. Etch that in your memory. And so the one up gaming for the show. I'll contain the hero is really gonna show up. And we're here, it's One Up Gaming, it's me David, and we've got Brian. Hey guys. And it's the One Up Gaming Podcast, episode 230. So, so how many, roughly, if we did one a week for 230, how many years is that? Hmm, that's is a good that, question. Is that too much to ask at this time? Oh, I have my, ta- I have my tablet pulled up, so. Divide by... Fifty-seven point five, and if there's four weeks, let's see, that's forty-eight. If I'm correct, it's forty-eight weeks a year. So isn't it fifty-two weeks? Is it? I think it's (laughs) fifty-two. Twelve times four. Yeah, no, it's forty-eight. All right, I'll um, I'll drink. So fifty-seven and a half. So forty-eight. That's a year and nine and a half months. So at the end of this month, it'll be a year and ten months. We must have had a lot of breaks. Because <laughs> oh, I think I started the podcast in 2013. But anyway, we'll see how it goes. So... I will be the nice person and say, what have you been playing this week, please? Well, I finally jumped back into GTA Online, Grand Theft Auto V, because of the new nightclub scenarios. I finally purchased a nightclub, and I've been playing in the missions for that. 
So that's kept me entertained during my mornings because usually I wake up and I do my morning ritual to get ready for work and get ready for my business that I'm working on. And so I play a little bit of that in the morning and a little bit of that at night, and that's been fun. I also started playing Friday the 13th, the new game. Ooh, I've I've played that. It's pretty fun. I like it, except uh, as we know from the news from the last podcast that we talked about the news, um, no more DLC for it, so pretty disappointing. But, hey, it's still fun to play. And then... I played Let's it see. once and I, I, I escaped. I got the new, uh, I get Gamefly, so I get the new World Ends With You, the remake for Switch, so I've been playing that, and that's uh, pretty fun. Uh, let's see, what's the other game? Um, I'm trying to remember the other game. Oh yeah, I started playing Neverwinter again on uh, PS4 as well on with uh, Joe, for those of you guys that remember Joe from that one SNK podcast yeah. that we did, uh, he uh, he wanted to p- find some people to play with Neverwinter, and we forgot about the communities that you could find people on on PlayStation. So we started playing that, and we got our own D and D stuff going on here at the house too, non video games. I was gonna say so that's pretty that, much. That sounds like a, like a Baldur's Gate sort of name. Yeah, it's actually set in the same universe. Baldur's yeah. Gate, I think, is. Uh, North or south, it's all in the same world, but Neverwinter is like one of the main cities. I just remember Baldur's Gate for the PS2. Yeah, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance uh, and Dark Alliance 2. Yeah. Yeah. There we go, I do know some things. (laughs) Since it's Halloween, you know, I'm going to be going to California next week for an event out there with my mentor, so I'm trying to focus on Halloween-themed games, so I picked up the old Alien Isolation again to try to beat that, because I already... Knocked the alien out of the ship, and now I'm just trying to escape. I never liked that game. It's hard. It's extremely hard. Like, sneaking. A lot of stealth and sneaking. A lot of stealth and sneaking. It's like a Metal Gear Salad with uh, horror added to it. I mean, I played it once, and it was basically right at the beginning of the game, before you do anything. And you have to go to the doctor. I don't know if he's a hologram or whatever. And he's supposed to talk to you, then he opens a door. But he froze at the end of the talking, and he didn't open a door. That was trash. Ah, so you got, the, you got the infamous glitch that you had to start the game over with. I just deleted the game. <laughs> I, I, was like, and... I can't be asked with that. <laughs> oh, well, try being me, playing Dead Space right now. I went back to my old Dead Space save file. That's another game I've been playing in. I really enjoyed I'm the trapped. first one. I do too, but I'm trapped. I'm trapped, and Joe keeps telling me I'm going to need to start the game over. And I'm like, no, I will make it to this part. I will make it to the end of the monster at level 7. I will beat this monster with limited ammo. I will try to survive and then get to a store and buy some more ammo and then survive the rest of the way. I don't feel like restarting it. <laughs> oh, well. Might as well keep going see what happens. And then I also got the uh, test drive the new FIFA 19, and I have to say, I'm amused. It's good. <laughs> I like but FIFA. But... It's good. I like it. I think it's I been made okay too much for the like the online tournament he plays stuff, because all the players to me don't really seem that much faster than the other ones, and they're all very even, and yeah, the ultimate teams mode. That's their way that they make money. But now that they've actually disclosed the uh, 
booster packs of what your odds of actually getting a really, really, really good player that they keep advertising that you'll get. It's like I think it's one in uh, ten thousand packs. So you buy a pack that costs a dollar. I've never paid nine. money for a FIFA. <laughs> I've I've bought the game, and that's as much as I put into FIFA. I don't even play the Ultimate Team stuff. I play it, but I only use the coins that I actually get from winning matches. And if I start losing matches and it starts getting harder, then I quit and go play season career mode and uh, that uh, new story mode. I tell you what, I don't know. I think it was Pro Evo Soccer about two, three years ago. I played the game. I went into the, it, they do the same sort of thing where you get cards and get teams and and I was playing with a. I think the average team of man was like a seventy seventy six stars, and because I was playing, I think you play five games, and then your average skill setting puts you into whatever league you're going to go into and I got put into a league where everyone must have paid money into the game because everyone had like 96, 98 staff for the overall team and it was just not fun they could just walk past my players that's why when I play ultimate teams I only play the offline online, the online offline so to speak. Like, I've been doing it for every sports game because mm. then I get to play against the computer and everything, you know, it makes it easier to, uh, yeah, I mean, for I, me. I scrapped the multiplayer verses and I just went to the, like you say, you had to be online, but I played the online single-player league stuff. And that was quite fun. Well, now, I mean, my biggest gripe for playing that game online has always been, you know, the last couple of years that they automatically up, they automatically up the difficulty. So the further you get into the yes. offline online play, it's like, oh, now you have to play against your season says semi pro, which I'm good at, amateur, okay, I'm good, I'm really good at that, <laughs> and then professional, which I can do. But then they say, oh, but you have to also win X number of matches and some. X number of matches in order to win, you have to win one or two out of five of world class. And I'm like, uh oh, nope. <laughs> yeah, it's no fun. And of course, as usual, I've been playing World of Warcraft too. Um, but right now, my wife Nikki over there is on my account helping me level up to get geared up. So I finally reached max level thanks to her. Thanks, Nikki. And going to be playing Splatterhouse this week, which I've never played in my life. Um, Is that the old 2D ones or the new not very good 3D action and smack them up It's the new one that came out on PS3. Yes. But but it also has, when you unlock it, to play the old school 2D 1 and 2, which I've never played. So Joe offered to help me unlock 1 and 2 just so I can play them in order. Well, I mean, the the new one, I can't remember who it was, but it was being developed, and then Namco cancelled the contract and took the game and finished it internally. Because I said they weren't huh. happy with how long it was taking and stuff. But I think the game turned out not too bad, as long as you know you're just going in for a, like a really basic God of War sort of game. Yeah, I'm looking that up right now, and... uh According to what it says on Wikipedia, I'm not sure if it's right. Is it secret level? Uh, 
Do, 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 do. It doesn't say. Um, hmm. It does, however, say that uh, over in Europe it got a very positive review compared to America, yeah, which is... the Americans are stupid. Uh, people <laughs> over here are too picky for the game. So we just had a conversation with a guy in the Lyft that we took the other day, Lyft drivers, um, and he was talking about No Man's Sky and how... You know, people complained about that game because, oh, it doesn't look like the E3 presentation. Why does it look like the E3 presentation? You promised us this is how it's going to look in E3. But honestly, people, have you ever sat there if you're playing it? Have you actually visited all 10 million worlds? No, because it's impossible. So you don't know if there's a world out there that looks like that. But we were just having a conversation about video gaming and how people just nowadays just complain too much about certain games. Yeah, it's like just I, I enjoy so-called bad games just to sort of see what there is to do in it and just... Like, I love all those games that are like flooding Steam, like the simulation games, like Combine Harvester Stimulator, and <laughs> they're absolutely amazing. <laughs> well, that Conjuring House game that I picked up that I gave a review for, I've, I've still been playing that off and on, um, but... I was looking at the Steam reviews for that, and I'm like, really, people? People are complaining that, oh, you have to do puzzles. Oh, you saw the puzzles? Oh, now you have to do another puzzle, and another puzzle, and another puzzle, and escape the lady, another puzzle. It's like, what, do you just want somebody to just take all the puzzles and all the enemies out so you can just go from point A to point B the end? If that's the case, play some Telltale games. <laughs> Well, I just found a game that's kind of similar to a Telltale game today, but I'm thinking about trying it out. It's a new, uh, some kind of card game, but it's Game of Thrones. And it seems fun. So, we'll see. What about you? What What games Um, have you played? Just randomly, while I remember, did you say that your wife or whatever was behind you sort of thing? Yeah, she's uh, over there on the computer desk. If you could just ask her a quick question. Last night yeah, at, what's up? Last night at 3 o'clock in the morning, someone decided it'd be funny to put nail varnish on my fingers. But I don't actually have any nail varnish remover, so how the hell do I get it off? Hey, Nick. He said he's got a makeup question for you. <laughs> he said he has a makeup question for you. You know the invisible nail polish stuff? How do you get off? How do you get it off? If you can't see where it's at. <laughs> she said that's a pretty damn good question. She doesn't even know. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, she's not the traditional girly girl. She's more of a tomboy type. Right. right. <laughs> Obviously, I mean, she plays video games, so yeah. <laughs> Right then, I guess I'll go through some of these games that I've been playing then. So I'll just—I haven't got them in any kind of order. I'll just—I just wrote them down as I remembered. So first one, Forza Horizon Four. I'm a member of the—is it the Game Pass on the Xbox? So you can just like download it for free. Well, you pay seven—I think it's like ten dollars a month, seven ninety-nine pounds a month. And you just like download all the, I think it's over a hundred games to choose from and just play them. 
and Forza Horizon 4 just came on last week. So I downloaded that, had a quick go. My mate came over, he must have played it for about 3-4 hours. And it looks absolutely stunning. The only problem I have, like with a lot of open world sort of games, the car handling just doesn't feel quite as planted. It's a lot more loosey. And yeah, I, just, I, I think I prefer the on a track, pure simulation sort of games. Or bring back Project Gotham Racing because I love that series. So yeah, I'd, I'd easily recommend Forza Horizon 5. It looks abs- I can't believe how good it looks. And it's set in the UK, so that's always a bonus. The next game is Gravel. And this one is made by Milestone, who used to do the World Rally Championship games. But I think they lost the license. So this is basically... A rally game, but without the rally license, and I think it's absolutely amazing. It's very rough around the edges. It uses the Unreal Engine Four, but probably before they knew what they were doing with it, a lot of the background and scenery like pop in quite close to the camera, so it looks a bit budget, but it plays absolutely amazing. As you say, we had a quick go at the Friday the Thirteenth. Might as well. It was free on the PlayStation sort of star thing. I had one go, I won, or I escaped, whatever you call it. All I did was I went to the lake and I swam in the lake for a bit. How can you go wrong? I had a a quick go at the Rick and Marty virtual Rickality. And I mean, I don't know, have you played the PlayStation VR? I haven't had a chance to yet, but that's one of the games that Joe and I want to check out because I see the, I saw the video gameplay of it. And it kind of looks crazy, but then that's to expect from the TV show because the TV show is out there and Nikki hates it with a passion. <laughs> Rick and Morty. Every time I say it, she goes, "Oh." <laughs> I tell you, I absolutely love. A cartoon series called Mr. Pickles. Yes, everybody keeps recommending that one to me. How is it? But no one's ever heard of it. But it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I've had five people so far recommend it to me and says, you need to check it out. I go on Hulu, which is where I caught up on Rick and Morty, and it's not on there. I haven't Mm. seen it on there. Yeah, it's, it's now in the UK. And I think the... DVD box set of Rick and Morty just came out and there was episode one of Mr. Pickles on the DVD. But I'm it's... going on YouTube right now to check it out. Oh, it's so... The word's wrong. It's just so wrong. But brilliant at the same time. Holy so... crap. <laughs> Season one X-rated supercut is now on DVD. Probably just in America though. <laughs> okay, now I see what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wrong. It is just wrong. So the question is: Is it worse than South Park wrong, or is it yes more? So it's more. It's just wrong. <laughs> it's my type of humor, which I'm amazed I'm still 
implode where I'm imploding. <laughs> <laughs> we all like to sign a inappropriate conduct at work form. <laughs> Probably because of me, so I have to be careful what I say now. Oh, so pretty much you're uh you're like the boss from the office then. No, no, God no. I just say stuff that gets me into trouble. And then they decide to... Oh, we have to have a form for that. So if that gets said again, you'll get sacked. <laughs> so, I'm just going to sit in the corner and not speak. You sound an awfully lot like Joe. <laughs> oh, well. So, the Rick and Morty game... To me, it's very much... Have you ever heard of the Job Simulator game? Um... Are we talking about the one that came out after the Rick and Morty VR, or are we talking about the one that came out before? The one that came out before. It was on PlayStation VR and Vive and all that. And I've heard about it. What was this, the second one, wasn't it? This is made by the same people who did Job, Job Simulator. So it's a very similar sort of game. It's You basically stand and pick random objects up and try to interact with them and chuck things around. Oh, that's the third game. Never mind. They made another game called Accounting VR, which absolutely has nothing to do with accounting, believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> I can believe it. And so, I mean, I'd... PlayStation VR is crap. That's all I'll say. It is absolutely crap. you sort of like, you stood there, and if you're standing completely still, it sometimes looks as though you're sort of slightly moving one way or the other and it's a really dizzying sensation because you know you're not moving but your view's moving and it's just really cheap and nasty and basic so hopefully if they ever do a version 2 it'll actually be like proper 1080p in each eye instead of like the 1080p split between two so it's only half resolution and it's just, hmm. the senses on it, the crap, they're just lights that the camera picks up and it just doesn't work very well. But yeah, Rick and Morty, it seems really fun in the universe with a proper uh, voiceover people. They do sound as though they're kind of phoning it in, like literally over the phone. It doesn't sound as rich and as deep as the voiceovers normally do. But it seems fun. I like the I like the world, I like the characters. Uh, next up... There was Fire Pro Wrestling World. And the Fire Pro games I've always wanted to play because I'm a massive like, Sega Saturn fan. And I remember back in the day, everyone got on about the Fire Pro Wrestling that was out in Japan that was amazing. And I always thought that it looked kind of basic. So I got sent over a code for Fire Pro Wrestling World. And... Yes, it is very basic looking, and because it's like a sort of like isometric sort of over the shouldery sort of view, it's very yeah, hard to. to take off. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, see you tomorrow, Bob. Bye, Bob. So yeah, so you get the chance to play the Fire Pro Wrestling. I have it on PC, but I'll talk about that in the news, but. Did you get a chance to play the DLC too, or did you just get to play the regular 
I just played the the actual regular game once, and because of the camera angle and the size of the characters, I found it very hard to gauge when you could punch him and when you could kick him. Huh, so, pretty much, did you play the PS4 copy or the PC copy? PS4. Uh, yeah, the PS4, uh, I heard the controls are a little bit more difficult than the PC version, and especially the last Fire Pro game that I played, besides the one on PC that's out now, is uh, was it the one for PS2, and that, to me, was where it was at. Yeah, I remember the older ones, this characters the sprites were a lot smaller yeah they were and i just think and now it's like because they were smaller you could see more of the ring and more of the you weren't quite as chucked up together yeah it's all zoomed in now it's all like straight hardcore and every time you do anything whereas uh you know at least with WWE, the new WWE 2k19 you can actually see the ring and everything hmm so yeah, so I wasn't massively impressed with with that. So moving on, I played a game called Dakar 18, which this is probably, I think it was on the PS2 or the Xbox 360, the the Paris Dakar racing games. Um, this one's just called Dakar now, and oh my god. I think I put up a video on YouTube just of the tutorial. And it was... Literally, there's like a box in the bottom right-hand corner of the screen where it actually sort of tells you where your next checkpoint is because it's like a fully open-world sort of game. And you have to try to match your compass, your position, and everything to get to the checkpoint for it to register. Then you've got to go to the next checkpoint. And it's absolutely rock hard. You know, you have to use all the global positioning stuff and all these sat numbers and oh my god. I just got completely lost and confused. Hmm. <clears throat> Best part is yeah, though, just... if you get stuck in the mud, you can press the triangle button, you jump out of the car and you run around, you can get your shovel out and you can dig the car out of the mud. I just looked it up, and apparently people are giving this game a 4.9 out of 5 all over across the board, except for on Steam, they gave it a 6 out of 10, saying the same thing you're saying. So hmm. it's it's a toss, but they said this has been the first Dakar game that's came out since 2003, 15 years. Wow. Yeah, so and I remember the old... Paris Dakar games, they were much more like what you'd call like a traditional sort of rally game, just with the bigger trucks. But this one, oh, they've really gone into trying to make it like proper realistic. And the handling didn't feel quite there, it felt a bit sticky, and I enjoyed it when I played it once I got into what I was doing, but oh my, it took about six hours just to get used to what to do. And I'm not playing a game for that long just to sort of get used to how to play the game. So I guess I'll try and write a review next time I've got a couple of days off work. Because, oh my god. I'm knackered. So next up is probably my favourite 
PlayStation VR game. And it's just called Headmaster. And it's literally you just sit on the couch. And you make the head in a football motion. And you just sort of trying to head a football into a goal. And then it all goes crazy as dynamite and stuff. And it's really fun. Hmm. So I, I, do, I think that's the best game I've played. Just because it's so simple, so easy to understand. And it works. You know, that's the main thing. So the next game, I think I played for about half an hour. And I say played, it's not really what I would call playing. It's a game called Late Shift. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh came with uh, Xbox Game Pass. Is that how you, did you get it from Xbox Game Pass? Yes. Uh, that's what I thought. I was sitting there playing it myself. Uh, yeah. Nikki comes in and she's like, are you watching a movie? Yes. I'm like, no, it's an interactive movie. And she's like, interactive how? I'm like, just watch. And she watches it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's like every five, ten minutes, it's like, do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? And it carries on playing. And, I mean, I, I could probably get into that sort of thing, but I'm one of these people that wants to get into a movie. I don't want to be thinking. I just want to watch it. <laughs> So I don't know if I'd be able to sit there and play it or not. Um, but it seemed alright. The acting seemed alright. The next game, Ninja Gaiden Black. I used to love this game on the original Xbox. That's an old game, but that's a difficult game. Yes, but now when you play it, the camera's crap, the controls are crap, the jumping's crap. And I just got stuck on the the very, very, very first, as you load into the world, I was just running around in circles. It's like, nah, turning that off. Hmm. So, I guess back then, you were not signposted to what to do and where to go, whereas now it's, oh, follow this little flashing light until you get this place, then jump on that light up there, and... But... Game I did play, which I loved, probably about five years ago, Split Second. It's like a racing game with sort of like destruction. So as you build up your meter by doing drifts, you can either just send a shockwave to one of your enemies, like there's like dynamite on the edges of the track, and you can like set it off near uh, opposition. But if you fill three meters up, you can actually do like course changing destruction. So on one level, there's, as, a, as an example, like a big massive tower block. And as you're getting close to it, you can set the dynamite off beneath the tower block and it falls on the track. So then you have to, it's sort of like you go down under the sewers underneath the track. And it sort of changes the layout and stuff, and I really, really loved it. It's one of the only games I've actually completed fully right the way through. And I really got into that game back in the day. Well, they do have one up on me, because I have my copy for PS3, and I'm looking at it right now. And we talked about it on an earlier podcast, for those Probably, of you listening yeah. out there. You know, I was talking about the greater racing games, and it says in the back of the box, description says, when speed is not enough, 
a dynamic new TV show on a global stage. A city created for speed and destruction. Join the race, trigger the action, crush your competition. Change routes and open shortcuts to make every lap different. And believe it or not, it was actually created by Disney Interactive Studios with uh, Climax. help from Black Rock Studios, uh, Black, and it had yeah, the Havoc they, engine. Yeah, it was Climax, then they changed their name to Black Rock, and then Disney bought them, and then they went bust. Because Disney went out of the gaming business. Yeah, Disney Infinity. Rest in peace. Never played it. Stupid I games. played it because I played it because I was in the Avengers. So I, I I was actually in the Avengers movie. So after being in that movie and recording the Germany scene, so if you watch the Avengers movie, you'll see me there. Um, but being an extra in that movie got me comic book fever because I was always an X Men fan before that. But then I became Avengers fan, so I bought the Infinity playset, the complete playset with the collector's figures, which are now worth something, I think. Um, but I bought it and I played it, and it was fun, but it wasn't, you know, quite to the never, level of what I was never be. a big fan of him. All that type I'm of not stuff. Really, I'm not really a fan of those games that require figures to play, you know? It's like. I, mean, I don't even like the. That was the only one, but. The uh, Lego sort of games. I think they're rubbish as well. Yeah, it's, Let's see. It's Lego uh, Star Wars and Lego Indiana Jones, and I think they're absolutely rubbish. Well, I don't know if you're a fan of Star Fox, but now they get the new uh, Star Fox type game coming out, which is open world, but it's uh, that's only, coming to Switch. That's only on the Switch one. If you get it on the PS3 or the Xbox, you don't get the Star Fox stuff. It's called Starlink. Yeah, Starlink, and you have yeah. to buy the actual yeah, pack the in order to use stuff, the stuff. Yeah. I, th- I thought that did actually look quite cool. I do like shooty games. Yeah, it looks cool. I mean, I just, I don't, I hope that they don't expect us to buy a whole shit ton of figures and shell out more money because they know they can get it, you know? It's like, this is the first Star Fox game that's been back in a while. The Switch gets the Star Fox, PlayStation gets something, I think, and Xbox gets something. But it seems cool. It seems like a cool concept, and I'd love to have hands-on with it sometime, but, you know, it's like more more little figure games. It's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It looks quite cool, though. Um, the last game that I've been playing is State of Decay 2. Did you get past the glitches? Ooh, what glitches? There's a bunch of glitches in that game. That's why they said that no, not many people are playing it. Let me look. I'll try to find it because they said there's glitches that are game-breaking if you run into them. I played it for about four or five hours. Didn't get any glitches, I don't think. I quite enjoyed my time with the game. Oh, well, there's actually a glitch that you might like that actually will help you. There's a glitch for faster duplication to duplicate your items. I didn't, I didn't play it that long to need duplication of items. Got a bit annoying when you had to go through the dark level uh, in the night time and you couldn't see a bloody thing. I'm still trying to finish the first one, but you just gave me an idea because that is considered a horror game, so... Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, so... That's all that I've been playing this week, so... Should we go for some news or anything else? Yeah, um... 
if we want to, it's up to you. If we want to do ten minutes of nothing, or we want to do the news first, because I got some news we can cover. Right. What we'll do is we'll take a quick break and we'll come back with a surprise. So, is it news? Is it ten minutes of nothing? Back in a few seconds. Do you have trouble sleeping, tossing and turning all night? Nothing you do seems to help. You're not getting your recommended six to eight hours of sleep each night. Well, now there's a solution. Now there's Fat Cat Fly. With Fat Cat Fly, you'll easily get the sleep that you deserve. Download for free on the iOS App Store, and you're guaranteed to get a good night's sleep with very few side effects. As you help a fluffy kitty eat all the junk food that he wants. Side effects may include sleepless system, desire for cheeseburgers, if erection lasts more than five hours, see a physician. Try Fat Cat Fly today. Visit Facebook.com slash Fat Cat Fly because you deserve a better life. And we're back from the break. It's me, David, with... Brian. Hey, hey. I'm so used to saying Eddie for like the last four years. But anyway, we're back. One Up Gaming, episode 230. And... We'll do some news, which you probably guessed because it probably had the news jingle just before this. Or maybe I should just cut this now and put the news jingle in now. That might be fun, yeah. Anyway, what news do we have? <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, covering the news... First, for all of you Kingdom Hearts fans out there who are PlayStation gamers, you may be disappointed to hear that despite a petition here in the United States for change.org, which is our our way to get change when it comes to our local government and federal government and also when it comes to changing like anything, really, um, there was a petition and it passed its number of signatures to make a difference, but... There's only 200 and some signatures on there to begin with of a max of 500 to try to get the PS4 to come over to the West. Square Enix is considering it, but given that the game comes out in three months, there's high doubts that the system may not be coming anywhere, not even in Europe. So that's a downer. But you can pre-order one from what Square was saying on PlayAsia.com. I believe um, it's going to cost you a pretty penny if you really want it but because the PS4 is region free you can play any account on there so if you're English or in the UK you can put a UK account on there and automatically turn the language over to UK English and that way you can actually read everything so it'll still play region based <laughs> games but when it comes to digital games you have to be signed into your account in order to play them but that's the first piece of news that's a small piece of news um then we got as david said earlier the new game past game that i didn't know about is forza horizon 4 before they were gonna give it to you only if you bought the game pass xbox live and something else but now they gave it to everybody so now I just got the message in my inbox on Xbox that it's available. So that's available. I'm probably going to check it out just because, you know, as we said earlier, Project Gotham Racing was great. I have the steering wheel still for the original Xbox 
back in the day, but Activision bought that up. Yeah. Um, more news. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, they showed a new trailer, and it's going to be a, a lot bigger than expected. But for those of you who are hyping this game, online will not be available until sometime around Thanksgiving because from what I've been seeing in the news, Rockstar is being smart. They figure not enough people are going to buy it at launch. So when they have the Black Friday sales um, around the world and they have those big big sales for everybody on PlayStation Network and everything, people more people will buy it then. So they're going to launch online around the time when the majority of people actually have the game. Um, more Rockstar news, of course. Um, Grand Theft Auto V is going to be adding military stuff into the online mode because they just get done adding the nightclub scenarios, and now they're going to start adding something to do with the military. It didn't say specifically what, but I think you're going to be able to buy your own military base or set your own military fort up from your bunker, I think. Um because all it showed in the video and articles that I read was one scene where your character is dressed up in military garb and a whole bunch of your crew members were dressed up in military garb and you had military vehicles and military-style missions. So that should be fun if they keep up with that. And what else? Uh trying to remember. Oh, yeah, the new uh, WWE 2K19 game is out. Out now, and when it comes to the reveal, you'll hear that a little bit later in the podcast. But that game is now available, and it's supposed to be pretty good. And then there's some Pokemon news. So uh, here we go. For getting down to business, for a fan who's been a Pokemon player for years, me, um, and plenty others. Yeah, I was a little skeptical about Pokemon Go when it first came out. I got into it. I love it. It became addicting. It became my reason to want to go out and exercise, you know, and do things. And so you, I did. You need to get a life. <laughs> Pokemon Go well, is I've the been exercising. Devil, it's horrible. <laughs> I've been exercising for a while, you know, and not using Pokemon Go for a while, but then I got back into it because of the new updates. Uh, but the new Pokemon game, the new Switch bundles available at GameStop. Ill, um, but. The new Switch bundle is going to be available in November, but the game itself is quite amusing. I was a little skeptical at first because, hey, you know, I thought it was like everybody else, a remake of Yellow. But it's gone beyond that because the new news is now you can actually become a Pokemon Master. Before, it was just catch all 151, um, including Mew. Uh, what about Mew And too? you're a Pokemon Master. Yeah, Mewtwo's included in that, too. But the news now, the way you become a Pokemon Master is, say you have a favorite Pokemon. Like, okay, uh, my favorite Pokemon of the original 151 was definitely Mew. But of the original 150, it's a toss-up. It's a hard one. Because the legendary birds, uh, if if I'm not picking a legendary bird, I'd probably pick Dragonite. Or Charizard. It's hard to pick, you know, a favorite. I could only all name one character. All right. Well, that's, shoot. That's, that's Pikachu. Ha! Well, say for fans who don't know anything about Pokemon, they only know Pikachu. Well, say your favorite Pokemon is Pikachu. 
or in my case, Articuno. There's new trainers after you beat the game now. They're called master trainers. And here's a joke. Here's a joke, everybody. Get ready for this. Suppose you want to become a Magikarp master. Well, you can do so now. You got to take your Magikarp and train it, and you're, you got to fight another guy or girl. I don't know who it is. You won't know until the game comes out. But there's an actual Magikarp master trainer. Will you fight against all of his team of Magikarp versus your Magikarp? So for Pikachu, you're going to be fighting as your team of Pikachu, and you can you have to have up to six. You can have up to six Pikachu on your party, and you have to fight his team of six Pikachu. And then you keep fighting that person, and then you fight another person who has a team of Pikachu, and you keep going down the line until you beat the Master Trainer who has all of his stats raised up to maximum as Pikachu. And then you get the trainer, the Pikachu Master Trainer thing. But the goal, they said, to become a Master Trainer in the game is to beat all 150 Pokemon Trainers. Well, there's not 150 Pokemon Trainers. There's, uh, from what I've read, there's more than, more than enough Trainers with specific Pokemon. But you have to beat all those teams of 150 Pokemon because they only have that one Pokemon on their team. And then you become a master trainer. So it gives you longevity to the game. But they've taken out the abilities, like the hidden abilities that we've had for years. They are now gone. And also, sad news for Pokemon goers, if you do transfer your Pokemon, if you're playing Pokemon Go, you might want to start playing a heck of a lot now and catch as many of the 150 that you can. Because once you transfer them to the game, they'll be available right away, but you cannot get them back into your Pokemon Go game. It does not go backwards. It only goes forwards. And they announced the next Pokemon game, the core RPG that comes out next year, is going to be returning to its roots, the way it should be played, they said, because people complained about the way it plays. Um, Which means push button A to attack, pick attack, and watch attack, and all that. And the hidden abilities will be returning, and you can transfer your Pokemon up, but they didn't say any more details about that. So, that's that for that news. Um, I'll be honest, the last two minutes have just been words. (laughs) Well, for somebody who haven't been playing Pokemon for years, like I said... um, I think I played Blue when I was about 16. And then I maybe played... What was the very first 3D one that came out? Um, on the, was it X? Was it X and Y? Yeah, what, X what, and Y. What was after X and Y? Uh, a remake of Ruby and Sapphire? Alpha, Ruby and uh, it was, Omega it either, Sapphire? It was either X or Y. Nintendo sent a cartridge out that we had to send back within four working days. Oh, nice. Nintendo's great. Oh, so you can play you can play the full game, but you have four days to beat it and yeah. give a review on it and yep. send it back. Oh yeah, it's great. Oh yeah, lovely. And we <laughs> had to pay for the stamps as well. <laughs> That's fun. I know. I mean, like I said, I'd be willing for any video game companies out there, I'd be willing to review the game, so I'd be willing to pay for you to ship it to me and and then pay to ship it back, but four days? Four days to play a Pokemon game. Um, 
for me, it was how many hours many. do we have in our heads? <laughs> how many hours do we have in our heads to do that? Because the average Pokemon game nowadays takes about a hundred plus hours just to get all the way through because all the leveling and stuff, you know, all the RPG leveling, old school grinding, grinding level, grinding level. Yeah, I don't like Pokemon. So, is anyone use our? Not that I can think of. Not that you can think of. Right then, we will go for a quick break and we'll be back with the 10 minutes of nothing where I probably think we're going to have a review or so. So we'll be back in a few seconds. Fly through space, rescue cats, score big points. Download Per Rocket for free today. Visit www.perrocket.com. Up next on the One Up Gaming Podcast is 10 minutes of nothing. Will it be the team talking about nothing or a guest interview? Stick around and find out now. It's 10 minutes of nothing, yeah, 10 minutes of nothing. It's still me, David, it's still Brian, and we're still the One Up Game Podcast, episode 230. And we're now going to do the 10 minutes of nothing. I'm going to have 10 minutes of nap, and I will let Brian carry on. <laughs> 10 minutes of nap. Okay. All right, so... Talking about, let's talk a little bit first about a certain game that I've played. Um, I was given a review copy. I did not buy this game uh, for Nintendo Switch, and it's called Soul Blight. <sighs> to the creators of Soul Blight, what were you thinking? Why did you have to make a tutorial level so darn difficult? That's right, gamers. Soul Blight. Um, let me pull up the actual marketing campaign of what they used, and I'll tell you exactly what it says about this game, because a lot of people like it on Steam, 7 out of 10. But it says here, Soul Blight is a dark, unforgiving, and notice I'm going to emphasize that word, unforgiving, top-down action roguelike luring you to cross the thin line between good and evil. Embrace your flaws... To survive a journey through an unforgiving sanctuary. Gluttony, lust, cannibalism. How far are you willing to go? And it came out in March 2018 for Steam. And it just recently came out for Switch. Well, I'm the kind of guy that if I'm going to learn how to play a game, I want to learn the entire tutorial without failing it or skipping it so I know how to play it. And so, tutorial level. I make it three-fourths of the way through the level. And then I get ambushed multiple times. Finally, before I knew it, the game kicks me to the next level, and I'm trapped in this world, and I don't know where to go or what to do. And I leave that world to go forward on the map, and I'm getting instantly, mercilessly slaughtered over and over and over again. So I know I'm supposed to review this game, and I was going to type up a review, but not enough words could say how I feel about this game. This game, I'll have to say this game is awesome for those of you that like roguelikes, but because I'm more of a casual gamer, I don't like hardcore games. Yeah, I'm talking about you, Dark Souls Remastered and Dark Souls. Um, This game felt like a Dark Souls without being a Dark Souls. It was top-down, and in a way, this game could be considered a Diablo on Nightmare 
level 13, the highest, um, because it will test you and it will break you if you're not the kind of person who has a lot of patience. And seeing as I don't have a lot of patience for games, um, honestly being vulnerable here, uh, this kind of game frustrates me. And it'll probably frustrate you too. So I'm probably going to have to say that this game gets a 3 out of 5 for me just because of the fact that I didn't get to finish the tutorial level and I didn't make it further into the game. I also uh, sent in a review for Disgaea. I played that. Um, but now Disgaea's got a 5 coming out and I want to play that. I'm still trying to catch up on that series. But let's see. Here's a game that I promised you guys a review for, so here it comes. WWE 2K19. AJ Styles. Well, let's say that this could be part of my promo for the AJ Styles Million Dollar Challenge when I complete it, but AJ Styles, the best in the world, or so he thinks, possibly claims to be one of the best gamers in the world, too. Huh. Well, this game, hmm, this game definitely is different than previous wrestling games, and they finally did something right. Well, let's see. When you first load up the game, the menu is a lot different. It reminds me of the WWE Network setup, um, side-scrolling menus. But they didn't really add any new match types, honestly, that people wanted. They did add a five-man match. And they finally added multi-tag team matches. And the ability to have more than one referee at ringside actually worked properly. But that's a gripe, and I'll tell you about that in a second. But other than that, let's see. What else uh, is awesome about this game? Oh, the new My Player career mode is amazing. You start out as an independent wrestler in the BCW. And that's the promotion's called, I know. They couldn't come up with anything unique because ECW is owned by WWE and so is WCW. So they just come up with BCW, which I'm assuming is Blade Championship Wrestling. That's right, you heard it, folks. Baron Blade is back. Now, when I first heard about Baron Blade, when I first started playing the 2K series and he popped up, I thought it was a friend's created wrestler. It turns out it's a 2K wrestler. Um, so now he's back. He's old. He's washed up. He's a chubbier version of himself. And he left WWE because they wouldn't let him create this unique match type that he had an idea for. So, you're in his promotion. A lot of stuff happens. There's actually chapters. I'm not going to spoil anything for people who haven't played. But I am going to be playing through it again and trying to do an actual recording on a different character this time. To actually record some video and upload it and then toss it over here to David. And he can probably pop it up on, on the site over there as well so that you guys can see some of the stuff of how the career mode plays out. But career mode's amazing. Then they actually added, for fans of Mortal Kombat, which is an amazing game, um, it's hard though, they added difficulty towers. They added actual towers modes where you go through one wrestler after another. Some of them are set up as a gauntlet type, so you stay in the ring and then the next wrestler comes down, your health doesn't recharge. Some of them are set up in steps, so you can actually take a break, put the controller down and take a break, and, you know, come back and play again later. Um, but for the gauntlet matches, you can pause, too, and take a break. But each tower is set up. They have 
2K towers and my player towers. My player towers is you're playing as your created wrestler through those towers. But you get a virtual currency. So one of the things that this year's game did, everybody was expecting 2K to go the bad route and actually do in-game currency based on real game currency. We actually have to buy to, you know, pay to actually buy stuff. But instead, they kept their promise and they did it where you earn virtual currency and then you use that virtual currency to buy booster pack currency, which I thought was pretty cool. That's a that's a really awesome change. Uh, but yeah, back to the story mode. A bunch of wake, wacky, crazy stuff happens later on. But basically, throughout the entire game, your whole enemy is Triple H trying to sabotage you and screw you over. And then once you beat the campaign... Uh, spoiler free. Whether you win the universal title or you lose the universal title at the end, um, you pretty much go through just like last year's game, but you can't frame roam. Pick, talk to superstars, defend your title, lose the title, defend the title, lose the title, go for another title. But you cannot pick which title you want to go for. That's my biggest gripe. Like, say you lose the universal title. Well, you can't go and say, go up to Kurt Angle, click Kurt Angle and talk to him and say, well, I want the tag team title shots. And that's another gripe right there. You have tag team entrances that you can customize your character with. But there's never an option to do tag team matches in this game. No one ever challenges you to tag team matches. So if you lose the one title and you try to go for the talk to the people backstage, no one ever challenges you to the tag team mat- titles. It's always, you know... Hey, we want you to go for a backstage brawl, or we want you to do this or that, but it's always the same stuff. It gets repetitive unless you just play it like for fun and to earn more points to unlock stuff. And then, of course, you get the online mode, which is back again, Road to Glory, which didn't really add a story mode. Like it last year, they built it, and they were going to add it as, well, you can make your character to the Hall of Fame, blah, blah, blah. Didn't do it again this year. Your story just ends on a high note. And that's it. No Hall of Fame for your character. Uh, but there's all that stuff to do. They got a new tower. It's called My Player Tree, where you can buy attributes and you can prestige. Yes, prestige. For the first time ever in a WWE game, you can actually prestige your character and then level them up again, but you don't lose any of your powers, which is pretty cool. So it's kind of like Call of Duty used to be with the prestige when it was actually cool. Now it's just the same, but yeah, there's that. Um, universe mode. The the HUD has ex, uh, expanded. The ability to set different types of rivals and set match types for your universe mode and for your different shows. You can actually set the percentages of certain matches. That's pretty cool. But they're still so far seeing the same cutscenes from the last previous games, and it's only when you go to read the news that you see something different, but they still have glitches. There's still glitches in that as well where it doesn't properly register. And say you got, I'll just name two modern wrestlers. Say you got Rey Mysterio wrestling against John Cena, and they're in a rivalry, and John Cena wins. And John Cena attacked Rey Mysterio, and then the news might say, Rey Mysterio viciously attacked John Cena and pulled out a victory, even though you won the match. But you can simulate the matches What again this year, like before, so you don't have to play them all. But this year, you can actually pick a winner, and you can actually set money in the banks 
for your shows as well to cash in and everything. But other than that, that's uh, pretty much WWE 2K19. So if I had to give it a review out of five stars, I'm going to give it a four out of five. I'd say you guys could do a little bit better. And so hopefully next year your story mode continues off of this and we don't have to start scratch again. And next year, 2K, please give us the option, to, an ability to change shows because I'm stuck on Raw. After I read the story, I'm stuck on Raw. I can never go to SmackDown. It's not. There's no ability to change that. And I kind of miss that. I know you're not going to do the backstage roaming anymore because you messed up. But at least allow me to change that and... Please put new cutscenes in universe mode and the new match types we've been wanting for years, buried alive and all that stuff. We need more and we need better. So hopefully they deliver on their promise because they've also announced the season pass and that's got some good stuff on it. Not super must buy, but they said they were going to be supporting this game for the next year up until the next game. So let's hope they keep their promise on that. But other than that, there's my... Wrestling review. I played, a, like I said, I played a little bit of FIFA 19. That was pretty good. But uh, trying to think of any other games that are interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, if you played the original War of Ends with You, uh, definitely pick that one up because the Switch version added some more ending content. I haven't gotten that far, but. Yeah, that's pretty much the review for that and Soul Blight. I already gave my review for Disgaea and hoping for a Red Dead so I can review that because I've always been a fan of that. But uh, other than that, that and World of Warcraft's finally patching something and fixing something. That's coming out, coming out soon. I'm excited for that because I've been a World of Warcraft fan for a while. And hey, if you're a Neverwinter fan... Get back in the game. There. I started playing the Ravenloft stuff. That's pretty cool. But other than that, there's my nothingness. I don't know if David's still here. Oh, Oh, he's back. (laughs) I'm alright. Don't worry about me. Just the painkillers, you know. (sighs) So I think that will do for this week's show. Um, I'll run through some of our goodbyes and stuff so <clears throat> please visit our website at oneupgaming.co.uk we have official merchandise at bluecyborg.com just search oneupgaming we have our official patreon site which is patreon.com slash o-u-g we have our music cd available well it's like a download album uh, called games inspired music 20% of each sale will go to the Charles Play Charity. And we've also got our first 100 podcasts available at Audiobooks on Tape. And that's pretty cool because it, it looks like a little tiny cassette tape that the bottom of it flicks out. It's like a USB stick. Yeah, one's over here. And that looks pretty cool. Um, we're on YouTube and Facebook. Just search One Up Gaming. We're on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash O-U-G official. You can tweet us at O-U-G official. And if you want to email us, it's contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. And if you're listening to this podcast, please subscribe. Please give five stars and positive feedback. 
it really helps with the numbers and everything. And I believe that is episode 230, done and finished. So thank you from me, and thank you from my good friend over there called Brian. Yep, thank you guys, and thanks for tuning in again. It's uh, my pleasure, and hopefully I can, I'm able to run something by you guys next week or whenever before I end up on my trip to California. So Yeah, so thank you, and I will talk to you next week, hopefully. Awesome, guys. Goodbye. Hi, Justin the Voice here. First of all, we'd like to thank you for listening. Seriously. We really like it when you listen. Yes. But if you'd like to do more than just listen, if you'd like to help us out, well, we have an idea just for you. Visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G. Your monthly micropayment will help us keep going. All night long, baby. Oh, yeah. Mostly because we usually record at night. Yeah. But don't worry, baby. We got something for you, too. We've got special benefits for all of our Patreon subscribers. Yeah. Again, that's www.patreon.com slash O-U-G.